Welcome to episode 71 of Kapowcast. We survived the new year. Yay! Uh, Y2K can suck it. Do you want to tell him? <laughs> <laughs> I am joined today by uh, Tony Vance. Hi. And Mr. Mikey. Hi, Chase. What? Did you just call me Chase? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I think it was... Giving a high out to oh, Chase. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Mike. A loyal listener. Uh, and we will, uh, today we're going to be uh, cracking open the can that will be the 2017 movie uh, schedule. And uh, after we recorded last week, holy shit, I went out and I was like, okay, let's see what movies are coming out. I knew it was going to be a big year, but I didn't realize how big of a year it was going to be until I made a list of all the potential movies we could see and possibly review. Now, keep in mind, we aren't going to probably do all of these, because that's insane. Yeah. It's a lot, that's, that's a lot, a lot. of money. A, and we have action figures and other things to buy with that. Yeah. <laughs> other adult things need to be taken other, care of. Other adult things need to be taken. You know, we're at that age now where, you know, it's getting closer to where we might have to start wearing diapers again. More out of laziness than actual functionality of it. <laughs> um... Before we, uh, before we talk into this, uh, I wanted to talk about this because we talked about it a little bit before we started recording. Uh, me and Mikey, we both said, I think you said you saw it too, that there was an article about how comic book store owners are becoming increasingly frustrated with Marvel Comics due to poor sales. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of this has to do with the fact that uh, their top ten books, there's hardly any Marvel on there. I think there's maybe like, like I said, I, I couldn't find the article. But it said maybe like three or so, you know, Marvel books on there. The rest is all DC, even like independent stuff like Image and stuff like that. I'm curious what Image books made that list. Um, Probably Walking Dead. Dead. (laughs) If I I had to take a bet, I was a betting man, I would say Walking Dead. Mike actually does have a terrible gambling problem. I do. It's my one vice. Let me enjoy it. (laughs) Uh... It's funny to see, like, uh, Marvel struggling at the one thing that they're supposed to be good at. <laughs> they've, well, they've always fell <clears throat> short, uh, in my opinion, in my view. This, it, they've always kind of fell flat in uh, the storytelling area. They're, they really only had their, like, kind of like a big universal events, like, you know, the things like Civil Wars, Secret Wars, you know, the Infinity Gauntlet, every, those were the epic things. I mean, if you read in between the epic uh, events of that nature, it was all relatively flat. Not saying it wasn't enjoyable, but it was just, in comparison, it was just kind of like, okay, I'm just waiting for the next big thing to happen. Where DC is always, uh, it, it, it seems that it, it's always kind of like super fresh and super exciting. Well, they rebooted like 20 times. Well, but. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, Marvel seems to drive away talent, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Um, they've lost so much good, uh, good people over the years. Yeah. I, I still look back and I, I go, what the f- Why? 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 Why didn't you just like try to keep this person? <laughs> yeah, if you read articles on, you know, a comic book uh, or creator, a writer, you know, somebody like that, uh, they never have anything good to say about their time working at Marvel. Yeah, or, uh, and it's um, always the higher ups that they're, they're always, always talking bad about. No, nobody like uh, oh, yeah. 
on the same tier as them. It's always, you know, the 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 big soup boys. Good upstairs. news. I found the article. Oh, did you? And it actually has a list of the top ten from the the previous month. Um, previous month being December, January. I'm assuming it might. This might be November. November. November or December. Okay. The top ten goes as follows: Number ten, Harley's Little Black Book. Number five. Number nine, Titans. I'm, it has the number issues, and I'm not gonna do that. It's gonna get confusing. Okay. Number eight, uh, Wonder Woman. Number seven, Flash. Number six, Star Wars. Number five, Detective Comics. Number four, Justice League Suicide Squad. Number three, All Star Batman. Number two, Civil War Two. And number one, Dark Knight Three: The Master Race. I was so uh, I was wrong. I was actually being generous and saying that Marvel had three books on there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and look, look at what's on there. Civil War Two, their big big event. That's and uh, there's well. also some quotes from some people on here. Uh, one of them saying. Uh, Spider-Man Deadpool was our best-selling Marvel ongoing for a while, mostly outselling Civil War and other events, but the oversaturation of Deadpool has caused it to finally calm down, dropping off a lot of these last two or three months. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, another quote saying, DC Rebirth continues to sell to new fans, returning fans, and casual fans alike, while Marvel still isn't bringing in any new customers with their Marvel Now books. And their longtime customers seem to be enjoying DC a lot more these days. You know, I was going to say that, uh, you know, you kind of threw the punch at DC rebooting all the time, but those all those reboots every time probably pull in more people reading. Yeah, I think that's why they do it. And long-time readers like myself are going to continue reading. It doesn't matter what the fuck you say. We're going to read one, one way or another. We're going to read the books. So, in my opinion, I don't know if, you know, maybe it's the old person in me, but... I don't know if the reboots are technically bad for business. Because we've got um, shows like us who sit here and bitch about it and promote it. Yep. <laughs> the, uh, another interesting quote is uh, another owner saying, we just closed out our best year of all time, best month, and our best sales week in history leading up to Christmas. But Marvel sales have never been this low in our store in the last 15 years. Things were a little worse for Marvel in the mid-'90s, but the rest of the publishers seem to be doing their part. Because, like, in, when that shit happened in the 90s, it wasn't just Marvel. It was an overall, like, yeah, was overall. decline in comics in general. Like, everybody the was pushing those. Yeah. Yep. Wow. <laughs> and, but this time, it's kind of just Marvel, and all the other publishers are still doing fine. Like, that, like I did not expect that when I pulled that list up to see DC on almost every number. Uh-huh. Except for two, I can see it. Even with new fifty, with the new fifty-two, like it was so much harder to get a new fifty-two issue that was a big deal than, um, you know, any any Marvel issue that you wanted. I when what was it? Fuck, the new Batman line that just came out, uh, All Star Batman. Mm-hmm. They redid that. You know how hard it was to find issue one of that thing. It was hard. I still don't have it. If I had a poll list, I would have had it, but I, it, it was sold out. First day. I'm Wednesday excited. It was sold out. I'm excited because Rebirth is coming to trade. I know. And you're going to start picking that up. Um, another owner goes on to say, anyone who thought that Rebirth was going to be a new 52-esque flash in the pan will have to reevaluate in light of the continued reader excitement over these books. Right. It's still so, the beginning, though. It, it is still the beginning. Um, but even new 52, even though we liked it, there's there, a lot of it people. Was a, it was a polarizing thing. Yeah. 
for New 52. A lot of people didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, me, personally, I liked it. I liked the designs. I loved the artwork. I thought it was awesome. Some of the most angriest fans were Harley Quinn Puris. Well, and, and there was a lot of people that were really angry, too, about uh, Superman getting, like, that armored look, feeling that... I like that. Why does an <laughs> invulnerable human being need an armored look? I didn't really... I'm like... In, in that sense, I'm like, you're fucking overthinking it. Like... People complaining about his uh, collar. I like the collar. I like the collar, and I like that they got rid of the underoos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just, it was a nice, sleek look to everything. It was, and uh, when you have somebody like Jim Lee doing the designs, I mean... How are you going to bitch? Exactly. Oh, did you guys hear that uh, Jeff Johns is coming back to write for DC? I did. Yeah, I was super excited to hear that. Oh. Like, he's coming back, he's going to be writing issues. I don't but, know what he's going to be writing, but it was a big deal for me. I kind of peed a little bit when I read it. Um... I'm hoping uh, sometime in the next month or so to get at least the first Rebirth book and we can finally talk about it. and uh, With a first-hand experience yeah. of actually reading it? Yeah, yeah. No. That would be ideal. Anywho, let's talk about movies. Movie movies. Oh, yeah. And holy shit, is this a huge list. Luckily, we have uh, all of January and February to kind of... Breathe. Breathe to save money. <laughs> Um, I've never been so happy to get uh, uh, movie theater gift cards for Christmas <laughs> in my life. Um, but once March kicks in, all bets are off. I, I, I had to open my calendar because I want to make sure, I want to see like how many weeks we have apart from things. Uh, so March 3rd, we have Logan. Mm-hmm. Will be our first uh, big I'm, one of the year. I'm relatively excited to see and this that's one. A, Good kickoff, I think. For those who don't know that uh, this is the third Wolverine movie. Yeah. And they're calling it Logan because that's his real name. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for clearing that out there, buddy. It's also uh, currently... People have been confused about that. Hugh Jackman's last uh, hurrah as Wolverine. It's being said. We'll see. I will see about that. I feel like something's going to happen where he's going to... We might get another one. I read that... Ryan Reynolds was trying to get him to do yeah. a Deadpool vs. Wolverine movie. He's been tweeting like crazy. And I think <laughs> that if, Reynolds. if he comes back for anything, I think that will be the one that gets him to come back. I want to see that cameo. I would love to see uh, Hulk versus Wolverine. That's not going to happen. No, but that would have been <laughs> awesome. While we're uh, wishing on stars here, <laughs> I want to see Batman versus Spawn. <laughs> That's random. <laughs> it was literally like the first two things that popped in my head. <laughs> Just off the cuff. Um, this, is, this is a must for me. This is a must-see opening weekend. Maybe Thursday night. Maybe Thursday night? We'll maybe. See. We'll see. We'll see where it lands for me with work schedules and all that other adult crap. We should be getting a second trailer soon, too. Oh, yeah, we should. It's uh, end of this month, probably. Yeah, it's coming up. Um, the following week, March, we discovered when we were looking through this, March is a huge month. Which is odd. Very busy. Uh, usually doesn't start till like, May, right? No. May's usually the kickoff. Sometimes you'll have, like, a Whoa. random one here and there. Yeah. But May's usually yeah, the a random one. movie, like Batman vs. Superman. Right. In March. Yeah. Well, then we had, like, last year we had Deadpool in February. Yeah. So I wonder, too, if they're putting, like, Logan... Not necessarily in that February spot, but they're like, let's put it in that, like, 
winter. Well, they're finding right, that spot. month very well, profitable. Exactly. You don't you don't have as much competition. I mean, like, I think it's it's. I I think honestly, with this with the trending thing, I feel like our summer movie expo it might uh, it might shift. It seems like it starts, it kicks off earlier and earlier, like a every year, shift. and it dwells out like in the middle of summer. It's really crazy to kind of see like with this list in well, front of me. And it makes sense because we know from working at a movie theater, sometimes those winter months can be busier than summer, especially like that week after Christmas. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a fucking zoo. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a because it's cold out yeah. in most of the country. Like nobody wants to go out and do I anything. Didn't, yeah, I didn't even want to come here to do do the podcast. <laughs> I wanted to stay in my warm house. Um, you know how hard it is to like wake up and go. All right, we should go to the gym. And like, there's an I have an internal monologue every morning going. You know it's like 11 degrees outside. Yeah, but we still got to go to the gym. I don't think we do. I think sitting on the clouds watching Netflix is a lot better. Uh, Eternal struggles. First world problems. Uh, Michigan life. <laughs> the, next week, uh, the next week we have March 10th, Kong Skull Island. This is one I know Jeff is uh, eagerly anticipating. Because he likes giant apes. <laughs> Yeah, this we're is both a really excited for this. This is a like maybe I'll see it like on like a Wednesday opening week afternoon ish type thing. Do you think this like conversation thing like transfers to normal people? Like when we say I'll probably see it on like a Wednesday afternoon, like probably. Yeah, you think does so? anybody normal really listen to this though? I don't know. <laughs> I don't see. I don't see like who listens to it. I just see the number counter. Um, just so you know, saying I'd see it then is is like a I want to see it, but. Not right away. Yeah. I'm not willing to fight crowds. Like a Wednesday morning in theater talk, it's 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 a very lackadaisical, laid back kind of thing where yeah. you know you might have uh, opening week. It'll be like probably a handful of people inside your theater instead of the, sitting right next to some guy that can't shoot with his mouth closed. The cast for this movie is probably the most intriguing thing for me because you got like Tom Hiddleston, <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson, John Goodman, John, John C. Riley. Very, very diverse. Yeah, very mixed up uh, group of people. Um, I have higher hopes for this after the Peter Jackson <laughs> love nice. letter. Like uh, that, that movie was so fucking terrible. <laughs> it was very uh, romantic comedy esque. Not even with the comedy. And it was. It, it's I, like the Notebook. The only the two parts that I can remember most from that. Mikey may be able to remember a bit more. Um, yeah. But I remember the ice skating scene, of course. Yeah. <laughs> That's what stands out. He that, bought three dinosaurs and you yep. remember the ice skating? And yeah, then, it was the most ridiculous part of the whole movie. Because why you? It was so ridiculous. That's why it stood out so much. And then the ending of Jack Black going, Twas beauty that killed the beast. And it was yeah. just like. I don't remember that part. I do. <laughs> It was very uh, tenacious D. Yeah, like, it was so... <laughs> everything about that movie was so bizarre, and, like, I feel like you get a pretty good summary of, of that movie with those... with what I remember from it. But I know you remember, like, the, the crazy, like, T-Rex fights and stuff like that, where he, yeah. like, grabbed the jaw. I, yeah, I do remember that. It was that very classic he... King Kong. He was... He, Peter Jackson was making, uh, you know... Uh, an updated King Kong movie. That's all. He wanted a big, yeah, big I, thing. I, I can see that. Like if you look at where it was released, it it didn't. It was not 
out of its time. Like, it was a new King Kong for that period where it was just kind of like... Well, you have to remember, too, that Peter Jackson, his name was very profitable, the studio. Yeah. So they let him do whatever he wanted. And he made a three-hour King Kong movie. That was three hours. Yeah, it was, well, so, it it was so long. Felt three hours. That's <laughs> was, the bad yeah. part. And, uh, it wasn't for everyone. It um, wasn't for anyone, I don't think. I don't know. I, I've, I've never met a person that said they liked it. I've met a few people. Really? Like, yeah. They're out there. A few people. Everybody likes... There's... For every movie that's out there, there's somebody that likes it. Give it Even a the worst movie. There's, these, there's people that love Batman and Robin. I mean, no, yeah, exactly. I mean, the, there's I'm, something I'm, for I'm everybody. One. Like, Batman and Robin is Janelle's favorite Batman movie, <laughs> and not for the reason that we like it. Like, we like it yeah. as like a tongue-in-cheek, like... Yeah, slapstick. This kinda, movie's fucking terrible. Yeah. We need to so, roast it. Yeah, it's so terrible, it's uh, enter- entertaining. Yeah. But no, she actually, she enjoys it. Like, she likes it. It's her favorite Batman movie. That's so funny. And it's, that movie's <laughs> fucking long, too. It, well, is it long? Yeah. How long is it? What's the runtime? Oh, you're going to make me look it up. I mean, I could do it. <laughs> no, it's all right. I've already typed it. Hey, you know what? Just chill. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not that long. It just feels that I long. I knew it. I knew it because it was, it was released too long ago to be a super long movie. Two hours and five minutes. Maybe okay. at the time it felt like a... Maybe. Uh, it, was a, it was like a sprawling epic. Maybe. Wow, two hours and five minutes. Yeah. There's a lot of crap in there, though. <laughs> it sure is. Like, uh, almost everything with Alicia Silverstone. Or, uh, no you, offense, Alicia. I still love you. Are you guys going to... She's an avid listener to the Kapow. She is. <laughs> when she's not breastfeeding her five-year-old child. <laughs> or spitting food into his mouth. <laughs> like a baby bird. Yeah. <laughs> Train. <laughs> The cough up, like uh, the regag yeah. um, sound she makes is. <laughs> so are, are you guys well, gonna see? Single. Are you guys gonna see Skull Island? I oh, probably. Yeah, definitely. I probably. This is a yeah. different version of King Kong. So yeah, he's literally like huge. Oh, oh yeah, he's yeah. massive. He's massive, man. And it, it, that that right there intrigues me. Uh, also, I have a. <laughs> I've taken to calling him uh, Tommy Boy. Tom Hiddleston. Oh, um, <laughs> and there, that's a that's a that's a seller for me. Um, he has this weird he's creepy gonna charisma. Be a lot harder to kill, a lot harder to kill this time than uh, Tom Hiddleston know, or King King Kong. <laughs> yeah, Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> the, uh, he's really hard to kill. <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't like uh, John C. Riley. He's pretty hit or miss for me, depending yeah. on what he's doing. But like the parts I saw of him in the trailer, like I actually laughed and I was like, okay. <laughs> So it doesn't seem like they're taking this movie overly serious, like right. the, the Peter Jackson one did. Yeah. Like, the part where he's like, we call them, uh, like, skull crunchers or something like that. And yeah. he's like, never mind, that sounds really dumb. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Um, um, side This note. is in the same universe of uh, the King Kong movie. Or the or Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla. yeah, because they want to work towards doing that Godzilla, yeah. big Godzilla <laughs> King Kong. That like would that. be cool. I would I would pay to see that opening day for sure. A King lot Kong of people are going to. That's why they're making it. Oh, yeah. All right. Even little children. Uh, side note: Did you guys hear that? Uh, there's a rumor of Will Ferrell and uh, John C. Riley. John C. Riley doing a Sherlock. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see. I was scrolling through the other day, and I was like, I don't know if this is true, but this would be very um, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Side note, uh, 
Side note to a side note. Two, uh, two weeks after that, we have uh, Power Rangers, which I'll get to in a minute. But I know there's a lot of people out there that are really excited for this. I, I'm not one of them, but a lot of people are really excited because March 17th, uh, Beauty and the Beast comes out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for it. A lot it. of people are really, like, gung-ho for that. So I'm not, like, going apeshit, but... Like, well, like, Stephanie's, I'm, like... I'm very intrigued by it. For her, for, like, Stephanie, like, that's, like, you know, the equivalent of, like, a big-time comic book movie coming out. Oh, okay, so that was the big Disney movie for her. Yeah. Well, like, she likes she likes all the Disney movies. She loves them. Okay. You know... Because I've, I've heard the, the Cinderella one they did, the live-action Cinderella one, it was really, really good. I've never seen it, it because bad. I don't like Cinderella. I don't, like, I, I don't like the story. I got taken to it. Yeah? Yeah. You got taken? I got taken. I don't know who you are. <laughs> but I'll, I'll find, find you, you, Cinderella. And I'll kill you. Uh, but anyway, so that's March 17th. But uh, March 24th, we have the Power Rangers movie coming out. Um, mixed bag for this movie. I, I'm. Oh, for yourself. Just, yeah, like, I mean, can you say you've really seen anything that's, like, blown you away about it? Um, Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> she blows me away. What about That's you? about it. I mean, mm, no, nothing for me. It, it, to me, it almost has like a, a Dragon Ball Evolution stink. God, don't say yeah. that. Don't say that. That's just rude. <laughs> I, I hope that's not the case because Dragon Ball Evolution was terrible. Anybody that didn't see it, the, it was such an upsetting thing for any Dragon Ball fan to see. Even oh, the, the smallest Dragon Ball fan, now, it was just kind of like, oh. I got some news. I got some shit to drop about this movie. Oh, no. Could be... I mean, it's... it's I don't... It's, it's been confirmed. It's like rumor, but could be potentially spoiler-ish. Um, just pertaining to a lot of the plot and all that. Um, apparently, uh, Rita Repulsive is the original Green Ranger. That's how they're doing it? That's why she's all decked out in green. Cool. And she comes back to try to bring Goldar back whose essence has been spread throughout the earth because he tried to uh, get the Zeo crystals. Okay. And it has a force field around it, which, like, dispersed him. Okay. So he's kind of like Voldemort. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, uh, Zordon assembles the Power Ranger, and Zordon is apparently the original Red Ranger huh. in this <laughs> new... Well, wasn't there... Uh... I don't know. Were either of you big Power Ranger fans? Yes. I want to say that there that ha- that holds some lure. It does. Like he wasn't a Power Ranger, but I remember them doing like a flashback to him fighting, but you never actually like saw his face. Right. But he was in like some weird like I feel like he was in like a black costume, it was, it was like some very like, Power Ranger, something like kind that. Of thing. I don't. I didn't watch it that long. Really? What was it? What season was that in? Like, uh, probably, Rangers? probably something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I find it, which is interesting, you mentioned Zeo Rangers. They're already introducing the Zeo crystals in the first movie. Right. I'm sure I, I think now with, like, something like this, they're <clears> going to try to kind of clean up with all the different uh, ranks of Rangers, I guess you'd say, or, or leagues of Rangers. I don't um, know what they'd be broken down into. But there's, I mean, if you go on, if you go online and just look at all the Power Rangers-esque uh, uh, series, there's there's been hundreds. Oh yeah, so many. Oh yeah, that, um, there's also a new comic book of Power Rangers, and it's yeah. actually they, they're really releasing a game too this year. I can. This is Side how I can see game. this movie plan, panning out. Is I have a feeling it's not gonna do great. 
I don't think so. With that little synopsis you just gave me, and Goldar essentially probably being the big bad. But I don't know, man. And there is uh, there there is there was also some mention of uh, Rita was trying to get the Zeo crystal crystal for her master, Lord Zed. Okay, so Zed was mentioned too. Um, I wonder how Zed would look. He looked scary in the show. Yeah, I know, but like, how yeah. would they redo him? They're, they're obviously probably gonna. There's if you go online. There's figures that have leaked yeah. for, like, Goldar and the putties. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see really? the putties yet. They look fucking weird. Do they? Goldar looks really weird. Yeah. Like He's all gold, ain't he? Yeah, he, he, doesn't, he looks... Um, Not cool? I haven't, been, <laughs> I haven't been overly thrilled with a lot of the design choices for this movie. Uh-huh. Like, the suits, the Power Ranger suits I thought were okay. The iron... The high Yeah, the, like, looking like Iron Man suits, but um, other than that, like, Alpha 5 looks ugh, scary. Yeah, but, they are uh, going a very dark route. Yeah, with this. Dark, dark and gritty, dark, uh, dark cinematography, um, dark costume design. I've already seen the uh, toys Cells. out at like Target. Really? Yep. Hmm. Uh, I can already see this movie. When does it come out? March. March. Uh, it's like the second, third week. Twenty fourth. I can already see uh, it not doing well. And having one of those mo- being one of those movies like that has like a teaser ending, yeah, and we never get that. And we sequel. never get the second one. Like I can see yeah. them like you know in school and being introduced to Tommy Oliver. That's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's and, gonna and happen. We're not gonna get the fucking uh, the sequel. Well, it wouldn't be Tommy Oliver, would it? Because they're kind of changed. Did they no, change they're all, names? No, they're or all the same names. Jason Trini, yep. Kimberly, and Zach. Okay, yep. Billy. I do. There was one thing about this movie that I, I do enjoy. Uh, and it's just the fact that these teenagers actually have attitude. There's a scene where they're all in detention. Yeah. Like where, like, cool. our Ghostbusters... <laughs> our, our, I mean, Ghostbusters? Not, yeah, Ghost, I'm sorry. I got Ghostbusters. Our Power Rangers were all kind of goody-good two-shoes. Yeah, they were like, all goody. Like, they, they had attitude, but it was, like, you know, nice boy attitude where, like, you know, they, they beat up the bully to mm-hmm. save Grandma's handbag. Yeah, <laughs> and it, when I was growing up, I I looked at him and go, these these teenagers didn't have attitude, but I still like you guys, so I watch the show. Uh, this, yeah, I I don't know about I I probably I'm gonna see it. I don't know when. It's probably gonna be another one of those like midweek. Try and catch it, and it's probably gonna be one of those ones where I'm gonna have to try to catch with one of you guys. Probably. <gasps> He's going to have to hang out with us. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to be forced to. Oh, my gosh. He's gonna, he has no other choice. Are you like, Mikey, like you're, you said you weren't ever really like big into Power Rangers. Does this movie have any interest on you in you whatsoever? Now it does. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God, I can hang out with Mike? Well, I watched uh, Power Rangers, believe it or not, uh, growing up, you know, when it first came out. So uh, I'm interested to see what they do with this. So far... Um, it, there's, it doesn't really, I feel like they're trying too hard. Yeah. It's, it's just like, uh, it's on, I'm waiting for X-Men to come on. <laughs> just like, Power <laughs> Rangers is on, so I'm just waiting This is essentially, Spider-Man I was about to say, this is, this, uh, for this movie is essentially the half an hour between Spider-Man and X-Men that yeah. you're waiting out. Right. right. <laughs> This is the movie. The longest this half an hour of my life was that. <laughs> uh, so that's, you know, it is what it is. Um, we'll see about that. I'm not guaranteeing a review for that one. But I it, am. It, it might happen. 
I am. Yeah, we'll probably do it. Um, I'm going to record it on my phone. After the, the hellish <laughs> month that is March, we get a month off. Uh, nothing, nothing in April. Nothing that I saw that... Uh, uh, Tweet your nipple? Yeah. Oh, backtrack one minute. I didn't put it on this list because I didn't know how we felt about it, but in February, we do have the Lego Batman movie coming out. Oh, Will Arnett, uh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll probably see that one. I, I like Will Arnett. Good. Uh, but he, uh, he's, he's like, he's a cool guy. Oh, yeah? I hope to have, uh, you know, a drink with him one day, like a water or a lemonade. Uh, things kick off again, though, in May, big time. We have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, May 5th. That's where it's all going to yeah. start. That's when it really amps up uh, for the next couple months. For Guardians 2. Everybody is. It's the hit nobody expected. It really is, though. Like When, that, I, when I heard there was going to be a CGI Rocket Raccoon, I lost my shit. And everybody was like, it's, it's a raccoon. I go, you wait and fucking see. I didn't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, growing up, I was a Marvel fanboy. You know, read all the comics. I knew everything about Marvel comic heroes and stuff. And they were like past D-list. Well, yeah, I mean, they didn't. Guardians never really hit big. I mean, they they've been around since like I think like the late '80s or something like that. The 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 roster has always changed, but the Guardians that we we've come to know nowadays, they didn't. They didn't really uh, hit big until the Marvel Now reboot back right after, a little, uh, little after the New 52 reboot. That's when I started really reading them. I have random scarce uh, older issues of the Guardians, but like the Marvel Now stuff, is that's the lineup that they used for the movie. It was Rocket, Groot, Gamora, uh, Drax, Peter Quill. And I picked that up just out of... Pure curiosity. I think it was a cover that, like, I was just kind of like, what is this? Picked it up, and I picked up every issue after number one. Because I just thought, like, the characters were great. It was fun. You know, it was another kind of, like, almost uh, anti-hero storyline, which really attracts me because there's, you got that moral gray area uh, that most of the people, like Captain America and Iron Man, all the straight shooters that they, they don't really uh, dabble into. And that's, those are storylines that just grab me, yank me in, and keep me for long term. Just because it, it's, it's, so much e- it's so much easier to relate to something when there's <clears throat> that moral gray area where, you know, uh, your feelings get in the way of you doing something good because, you know, you got screwed over by something in a similar sense of the matter. Uh, it's easy to identify with the yes. characters, the problems, and, and uh, you know, just feel the, what they're uh, up against. Right. Because they have, uh, yeah, just what we're saying. Um, they don't need to fight or do anything they want. <laughs> that's, exact, that's exactly it. And the, the banter and stuff in the comic books, so with Rocket and Groot. Like when I heard when when number when volume one or vote number one Guardians of the Galaxy the first fucking Guardians of the Galaxy we'll, we'll call it what you will when that got announced and then I seen the lineup that they were going to use for Guardians I was like oh my god we're getting, we're getting Rocket and Groot like this is gonna this is gonna be good <laughs> this is gonna be real good um, and I kind of waited waited and then it was way better than I thought it was gonna be uh, when you threw in. Um, Chris Pratt as Peter Quill in there, and you threw in 
uh, Dave Batista, which was like a random thing for me. I didn't really know. Like he looked like Drax. His stature was definitely Drax, but I didn't know how his acting would be. But he he was probably like one of my favorite favorite parts of the film. Um, oh yeah. And then Gamora was fantastic. It was and it was it was it, just. It comes down to casting. Yeah. They casted all the right people. All the right oh, pieces yeah. fell. Um, the fact that Marvel was able to make a movie and have a talking raccoon and a talking tree work yeah. and connect with people, <laughs> and DC struggles to do that with their two biggest, most iconic heroes, yeah. speaks volumes. Um, I still fear that Baby Groot might be a little bit too much for me, personally. Might be like oversaturation. Yeah. Like I, I do have concerns about that. Like, I feel like they, you know, they threw that baby Groot thing in at the end, just kind of like a little, like, you know, right. whatever. And uh, once they saw the response, they were like, we need more baby Groot. Right. Um, and like, I've got, I, Groot sells. He, I'm kind of bummed. Groot sells crazy amounts. I'm kind of bummed that, like, I, I don't know how long he's going to be like that in the Ex- movie. That's what I was about to say. Because like, I kind of want to, I'm like, okay, well, I want to see, like, full-blown Groot again. Full-blown, like, monster strong Groot. Yeah. yeah. That's what I want. That's exactly what I want. I want to see. Maybe by Infinity War. Oh, well, I would hope so. It's kind <laughs> yeah. of a big number fight right there. <laughs> you have might they, want your big guns to come out of that. Have they said yet, I was thinking about this the other day, who the villain for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is going to be? Uh, isn't it? The planet. Uh, oh yeah, somebody got casted. Uh, son of a bitch, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. But isn't that supposed Ego. to be? Isn't he supposed to be? Uh, Ego isn't he supposed to be Peter Quill's dad? I thought that was debunked. No. I yeah, don't. nobody knows where his role is. Well, and like, and Sylvester Stallone also has a part in it too. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. But you know, the fact that we don't even know or. Anything about a villain yet also has me, you know, concerned of that age-old Marvel MCU uh, era of underdeveloped and utilized villain. But aside from that, I mean, the two trailers I've seen so far look like it's keeping everything going the same vein. Yeah. Uh, we're getting some newer characters like Mantis. And then we're also getting, like, returning characters like uh, Nebula. Nebula. <laughs> uh, what is Mickey? Uh, not Mickey. Uh, what's his uh, name? Uh, da, 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 the Ravager from uh, Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. um, damn Yondu. it, Yondu. Yondu. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. What's his real name, though? Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Uh, yeah. I just for the record, I didn't have to look that up, people. <laughs> I actually, I, I knew, I knew that. I just had to really, really think about it. Um. Yeah, uh, this movie is obviously going to be an easy, like, you know, Marvel highest selling movie. It's, gonna, it's probably going to be for a couple weeks because it has a good. It's got a loyal fan base, um, though. So, this article, I, I just kind of pulled the first one. Uh, movie Phone is saying that uh, it's a female villain. Oh. Ayesa? Uh, mm-hmm. A blonde goddess like being. Uh, played by Joe, what's the, who the hell is this, Elizabeth Dick, Deepikis? Deepikis. I don't know. I'm, I'm terrible at reading. It's, it's, not, a, <laughs> it's not a strong suit. <laughs> um, uh, but well, yeah. So we're getting, a, we're getting a female villain. 
We haven't had too many of those in the MCU. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, she's apparently the her to Adam Warlock's him. Mm. Really? Yeah, the name doesn't sound familiar to me. I wish Jeff was here. I'm yeah, sure Jeff. He, he oh, Jeff abs- would know. Yeah, he knows all these episodes. John Bruski probably knows too. Probably. Yeah, he's Jeff's really knowledgeable on the cosmic side of Marvel. Um, but we have a couple weeks uh, after that comes out. We get a little break, and then uh, I mean, uh, this one's this next one's a, a touch or go for me. We have uh, the long-awaited sequel to Prometheus and Alien: Alien Covenant, May nineteenth. Hold on, it's a sequel to Prometheus, but a prequel to Alien. A prequel to Alien, yeah. Or Aliens? Is it the prequel to Aliens or Alien? I think Alien. So okay. Do I don't know. <laughs> All I know is it's going to have an alien. It's going to have action. It's going to be in space. It's going to have me in my seat. I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really care for Prometheus, and I've never been like too big on the alien franchise. Isn't uh, Michael Fassbender back yeah, in the Yeah, he's a droid. Yep. He plays a robot. He plays Dr. Roboto. He plays the, the crooked robot of the alien movie. Because oh, every yeah. fucking robot has to be crooked. Besides, uh, what's his face from Aliens? I can't remember his name now, but everybody thought he was crooked, and he ended up being like the saving grace. The robot. Yep. Nobody. <laughs> nope. Nope. No one here has watched Alien or Aliens. I haven't watched those movies in probably a good 15, 20 years. I yes. have. Just because, like I said, like I'm not that big on them. Like uh, they never really did it for me. <laughs> Sorry. Hmm. Everybody has their I th- thing. I think. Uh, I think for me it was just Sigourney Weaver, Ghostbusters, and it just transferred over. That's how I got them. I just love the aliens. Stan Winston Studios. You know. Oh yeah, Stan Winston Studios is a big part of it too. Stuff. That was cool. Oh the the, I mean the the creatures, the aliens in yeah. them like look really good. Everything you know about the movies look good. Just never really, you know. Maybe that's maybe that's it. Maybe that was the bridge of the gap is the, uh, yeah, the actual the art of it. The art of it, you know, it's it's a giant moving alien that isn't CGI. Everybody knows that Tony loves things that are not CGI. Not that I hate CGI. It's just are they going to be using CGI for this? Uh, probably they use CGI for Prometheus. Yeah, I did like that alien a lot. Oh, the one at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was pretty <laughs> cool. cool. I lost my my shit because they kept it pretty under wraps as to like what Prometheus really was. Uh, yeah. And then when you see that thing at the end, it's just kind of like, oh my! I know that. I yeah. know what that. What, it's been like is that. What like four or five years since that movie came out? I was working at Jets. Yeah. I think I was still working at the theater. Really? Wow. I might have been. It's been a while. I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Because I think I went. To the midnight show with the guys from Jets to go see Prometheus. Well, I think it was the same year as uh, June eighth, two thousand twelve. So I yeah, I was still working at the theater. I was working at two jobs at that point. Holy crap! That was a long time ago. That wasn't a very long time ago. It's like five years. What? Yeah, five years. Five years. Uh, crazy. Um. So uh, next on our tour of uh, the year. Uh, June 2nd, Wonder Woman drops. With their amazing score. Yeah. Yeah. Hans Zimmer's like last gold egg. Um, Fantastic Wonder Woman score. 
You got to do it, DC. Fuck yeah. You got to make it happen. This is the one. Like, if they drop the bomb or ball on this one, this is a big ball to drop. I, Batman v Superman was a pretty big one. This is the first <laughs> yeah. main female or uh, centered centered uh, movie. I mean, this. I, th- I think that I, me personally, I think this ball is. Way they don't bigger. only have to do this good for themselves. They had to do this good for future female-led superhero movies. Yeah, like this is this is a big one. I don't think anybody's really looking at how big this actually could be. I mean. Once again, uh, cinematography-wise, it looks really good. Yeah. The action scenes in the previews, everything looks really good. The score, like you said, amazing. Um, the, the one problem I've had, the more I've seen the preview, is a couple of the jokes fall really flat. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, every comic book movie does it where they have, like, the little one-line zinger at the end. Uh-huh. That's supposed to leave you going, ha, 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 oh, man, I'm going to see that. And they've tried it with both trailers, and I think both times it's with the... Uh, the dress? Yeah, like... Where how do you fight? How do you fight in these things? Or is, is something like uh, him calling her her secretary Secret- or something. Yeah. Something about it, like the jokes just, they fell really flat, and I was like, Ugh. Like that point where like it kind of makes you feel awkward. Yeah. Maybe there's more setup to the joke. Maybe, hopefully. I mean, we we... Kind of already have a good feeling that Warner Brothers doesn't really know how to cut trailers and kind of doesn't know how to cut their own movies, so who knows what we're going to get. Shit. I, I was trying to hold hope into that statement, but I kind of just made it look yeah, bad. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, My bad. This is... the And the other concern I have for this movie is... This movie was being filmed when the shitstorm that was Batman v Superman happened. Yeah. And you have a lot of people behind the scenes scrambling at that point. It was under the same, you know, the same house. I just, I don't know if it's going to suffer from that. If you're going to see, like, the uh, executive, you know, meddling, mm-hmm. you know, that might have went on behind scenes. Um, but like you said, it, it has to, they have to do it. They got to. Not just for them, but for females everywhere. And for, they have to do it. And, and, and for the DC comic book movies, they got to do it. This, is, this would be the third strike. Batman v Superman. Suicide Squad. And I mean, if some would even say Man of Steel was kind of a strike, too, because that right. also was panned critically. Yeah. Fans leaned a little bit more towards liking it than disliking it. Yeah. But there still hasn't been that like decisive. Didn't it get a lower score on Rotten Tomatoes than Superman Returns? Mm, maybe. I enjoyed it. Uh, it uh, it drew from uh, Man of Steel drew from one of my one and only I would say comic books that I enjoyed of Superman, uh, which was uh, Superman. Uh, what was it Superman Earth One? Mm-hmm. Which is a fantastic. Uh, it it fucking it nailed New York's uh, New York Times bestseller list. Like it was like number one. Um, like it was a fantastic book. But there's what still. Was it, about? Uh, it was basically like a, it was it was essentially Superman's origin, and like coming to terms with him, you know, with his powers and being oh, Superman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to say that was was the villain. Um, what's his face? I don't know. I haven't read that one. 
You've never read that? Mm-mm. Oh, my goodness, you should. It's um, a fan- fantastically drawn, fantastically uh, written, really humanizes the character, which has always been the problem with Superman. Okay, look at yes, this. Yes, I, I just looked it up. Superman Returns did. <laughs> Superman Returns got a 76% on the tomato meter. And that I recovered <laughs> Uh, Man of Steel did a 55%. Really? See, I disagree yeah. with that completely. See, yeah, that's why, you know, I always take that for a grain of salt, but oh, there's yeah. still, as far as this DC uh, expanded universe, whatever they're calling it, uh-huh. this film, DC cinematic universe, was fucking call a spade a spade. <gasps> uh, there hasn't been that decisive movie yet that's... Hit the ball out that's of the park. Hit it out of the park that universally everybody's loved. Yeah. It's constantly in controversy and flux. People are divided on it. It's you, like America. There yeah. hasn't been a good DC movie since uh, Dark Knight Rises. No, there has not. Even Dark Knight Rises was kind of iffy. No. There was mixed opinions about that movie, and you know it. Well, uh, I guess you could say The Dark Knight was uh yeah the dark Knight <laughs> the, the dark Knight trilogy like as a whole um it meets all standards of standards. i mean dark Knight rises i mean even once again we're going by tomato meter but it's still got an 87 percent yeah the only the only problem with dark Knight rises that i can openly admit to is it did feel like they tried to cram it was very jumpy too much very jumpy but other than that like i still love that movie oh i, I do too um but Wonder Woman and a half they, it has to be good i really want it to be good yeah a lot of people are still worried that uh, Gail Godot is not the actress can that can act the the role. They're not confident in her acting ability. Um, Somebody needs to go read a Wonder Woman comic. <laughs> She's a well, badass uh, fucking Amazonian that goes and kicks ass and doesn't say a whole lot. Well, people are, are concerned that her some of her lines and even the trailers like they come off kind of stiff and not. Um, not very natural. Because of her accent? No. Just her overall acting skill. People don't think that she's a good actress. What other movies has she been in? Fast and the Furious. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She was in another movie recently with Ryan Reynolds. Was she? Um, I don't remember what it was. She was also in one with... Um, what's his face from Mad Men? John Hamm, mm-hmm. where there's spies and next door neighbors with Zach Galifianakis and um, is that her? Yeah. <laughs> See, I have no problem with that. Um, that's so, not the movie costume, though. <laughs> we'll. Uh, I think we'll people wait are with, too cynical. With bated breath, I mean, I'm I'm gonna see it. I gotta support, you know, these movies. Women everywhere. When women. <laughs> And I just, I want it to be good. I want it, you know, I want the DC, you know, movie wow. universe to finally have its win and be like, oh, fuck yes, finally. I personally thought that maybe this one um, would kind of be able to shine in its own light. Uh, but I always forget about the old TV show, uh, Wonder mm-hmm. Woman, which is that it's going to be its comparison, which kind of sucks because like, that show has a strong, strong following. And there's going to be a lot of people that are very close-minded, as in that whole stigma of, oh, that's not my Wonder Woman. Um, I'm not really concerned about that. You should be. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm not, like, 
It's the other people. It's the same people that blame millennials for everything. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I'm more concerned about the movie once again failing, and then you have studios that are once again that have this you know idea of, oh, that's why we can't have a female-led superhero movies. You know, we you know they can't you know they can't wreck they the can't big draw. Books. That's not that, that's not true. The Wonder Woman show was on for so long. In, in, in retrospect um, that it's just arrogant to look at something like that and think that it's not going to gain money. It's like it's like a gain traction. Do you think whether this movie's good or bad it's going to garner a lot of support from I don't want to say feminist but because women in, in general? It, it had a female writer right? Female director. Female director? What about the writer? Uh, you're making me look stuff up again. I know, I'm sorry, but <laughs> it, the fact that it has a female director and it has the female lead, yes, but like the sad factor of nowadays is that the word feminist is tainted. Um, feminist usually mean it, like feminist is a, 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 it's equal to man hater. It's not meant to be it, that. But we're getting political now. See, but that it, it's changed. I mean, not, I think it's something close to like the high ninety percent of women do not even uh, think of themselves as, as feminist because it's such a tainted word now. And if 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 we can get a strong female lead out of this, and women can back this without having a negative thought of oh well they sexualized it with the costume. It, it, that's been a problem with comic books forever. Um, if you can look past that and look at the factor that you have a movie led by a woman, hopefully led by a woman, mm-hmm. I hope that it's not being pushed like that. And then you know, uh, Captain Kirk is Steve actually, Trevor. <laughs> uh, the movie currently uh, story written by Zack Snyder. And Alan oh, Henberg. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Screenplay written by Alan Henberg and Jeff Johns. Jeff uh, Johns, okay. Alan Jeff. Henberg, uh, I had to click him and see what he's done. Um, hmm. He's done a lot of work on TV. Okay. Uh, Grey's Anatomy, The OC, and Party of Five are like the first things that, that pop up. Okay. Uh, so main Gilmore Girls, Sex in the City. Okay, main main writing uh, credit though is Zack Snyder. Uh, for story, it's him. It's Alan Hembring and Zack Snyder, both okay. of them. Okay, so he has first. Uh, when you click on well, when you go to IMDb and you click on it, writers, it's Alan Hembring and Jeff Johns. Okay, okay, that's all right. That's what I was wondering. They did, yeah, they did the screenplay. Okay. Uh, so we'll see. Um, Mixed bag of nuts right there. Mm, when you yes. said Zack Snyder, I, I I started to really worry. That's I, good reason to worry. I then yeah. <laughs> I then uh, popped in my head. Oh great! I'm gonna go see this movie and see how many penises I can find in the in the movie instead of actually watching the Wonder Woman <laughs> movie. It's like hidden Mickey's for Disney movies. Um, find all the penises in that the new Zack Snyder movie. June twenty third. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Fuck. You guys know I'm right. Uh, we have Transformers: The Last Night. Good night. <laughs> night spelt with a K. Yes, not not night like Good Night Moon. I that was exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> night good like night, uh, Dark of the Moon, like uh, the Dark Night. Um, 
Yay, another Transformers movie. Said no one. My Michael Bay. Is there really anything we can say about this? Nope, we said it's it been all with the trailer. Years since uh, Transformers came out. It has. Yeah, this is like the... Ugh. We said everything that we need to say about this movie with the trailer, I think. Mm. We got into a long dispute on that trailer. It was... This is, I, Mike and I went to the midnight show of, uh, <laughs> of the third one, Dark of the Moon. That was sad. <laughs> I didn't mind the third one nearly as much as I hated the second one. second one was the bad yeah, one. Yeah, that was so crazy. The, the third one did have like some really awesome uh, Michael Bay explosions, mm-hmm. but that's not a measuring stick for a good movie by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Uh, it just... You didn't... You, you don't get the enjoyment you got from that first one in those other movies. Yeah, the first like, one is... That was like, you know, a lightning strike. Like, it hasn't struck twice. It's just... Unless you're Barry, Barry Allen. Mm. It's just... It, it is what it is. I mean... I, I'm, I'm going to say it right now. I'm not guaranteeing a review for this one at all. I just don't know if I have the, the temperament... The temperament? To You're gonna lose your it? shit over it? To sit through another Transformers movie? <laughs> I didn't see the last gonna, one. I didn't. He's, he's gonna walk in there. Opening credits are gonna roll, and he's gonna go, "Fuck a damn door!" Throw his popcorn. I uh, I just <laughs> you didn't even make five minutes. Um, I yeah, I, I also I never saw the one with uh, Marky Mark in it either. <laughs> Marky so. Mark and the Funky Mark Bunch. Wahlberg. Yeah. Anywho, I've seen that one, but fell asleep multiple times during it. So, July seventh. Oh yeah, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Ah, it's a good time to be oh. a Spider-Man fan. I, well, oh, I just get so happy inside just thinking about it. Like, I know you're. Very- I've become like a like an eight year old boy. Like, actually, maybe I should see Transformers to just, and then I can go see Spider-Man: Homecoming <laughs> and just be happy again. <laughs> Wow. He's gonna go see. He's gonna go see the new Transformers movies, basically to get all angry and hate fuck the movie, just so he feels <laughs> better about going to see Spider Man. Pretty much. Oh my gosh, I'm a sadist. Yeah, you are. Um, <laughs> it's been a long time since we had a good Spider Man movie. I would be inclined to disagree, because I liked the Amazing Spider Man and the Amazing Spider Man too. I hated. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man the first sh- sh- time seeing it, but then I, I went back and watched it again. And I They're not those. great movies, though. Like, I can see where some people do have issues with them, uh, especially Amazing Spider-Man 2. But, I mean, I enjoyed them for what they were. I mean, but it, as far as having, like, a really, like, having that Spider-Man 2-like feeling again, uh-huh. it hasn't happened in a very long time. Yeah, I... And I think um, I'm expecting good things from this. I saw a really cool video they posted. Uh, it's that picture they released with oh, uh, they... Tom Holland standing like by the train with in the Spider-Man suit, and they like highlight some of the upgrades. He has a GPS tracker. Am I the only one that lost his shit over the GPS tracker? Spider tracers? Yeah. yeah. Dude, spider, spider tracers. tracers. That's awesome. Yeah, yep. he's got all the stuff from the comics. And... Uh, and it, even, like, it even mentions the eyes. It mentions expressive eyes. Yes. Yeah. Like, so it's not just, like... Uh, That's what gets me giddy. <laughs> it's not just, you know, uh, originally and thought to be, like, help him hone. I really like on his uh, suit, the spider on his chest. 
I like the one on the back too. And the suit. Oh, it just kind of falls. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a really weird scene. Still shrink. Very weird scene for me when he does that, and I'm like, oh. And I've uh, because he looks 15. (laughs) It's also weird. Seen pictures like close-up pictures of like like high-res images like from the trailer. What he means is high resolution. There's. You don't think people know what high res means? I just want to make sure it's clear. Uh, the there's very fine details in the suit that I didn't notice before. That now I've noticed the way the webbing is is very different. Um, I can't remember if it's the ones coming down or the ones going across, but I think it's the ones going across uh, are like doubled up. So the ones going down is just one web. And then the ones coming across, like, like the top, thickness-wise, they're just they're two. It's two lines. They're doing this stuff really for um, because they have to do so much CGI work. Mm-hmm. Uh, to do that, it's really hard, and um, you get a sense of uh, far away shots of Spider-Man jumping, swinging. You don't have to uh, draw a lot, fine lines, right, like that right, until you get very up and close. The uh, that's a good point. The suit in general for this one is just still, like, very intriguing to me, like... It's very, uh, simple. Yeah. Simplistic. Which is weird because, like... Simplistic, but not, because there's more to it. Yeah. Elegance through simplicity. Ooh. Ooh. Nicely put. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, it... it, It's weird to say that, like, a Spider-Man suit's simplistic because, like, Spider-Man's always had a very simplistic outfit in comparison to things like Iron Man, Mm -hmm. Captain America... You know, it's very simple, very down-to-earth, unless you're talking about Iron Spider. I'm super pumped just at the fact that they didn't retool the suit from Civil War. It looks like the exact same suit, which there is speculation that the movie takes place not long after. I don't think it does. Civil War. Um, If you remember correctly, uh, before they released the trailer, they released like a teaser trailer where you see uh, Happy Hogan kind of giving him the yeah. suit. Yeah, And people are saying that that actually happens right before the Civil War battle, the battle at the airport. Uh, That's where yeah. he gets the suit. Yeah, he's oh, in okay. a hotel or yeah. something in uh, Germany. Yep. <laughs> that would make sense. It would. Um, Interesting. And then of course, with, you know, every, especially with this movie being an MCU Marvel movie, I'm looking forward to just seeing, like, all the Easter eggs and hints and nods. Like, we've already got a couple of them in the trailer uh-huh. with, like, uh, Bruce Banner's picture and, like, the line of, like, scientists in the classroom mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just, like, really cool nods to other things. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because it's still a public school and Bruce Banner's name has kind of been, like, an outlaw name because of uh, yeah the military, U.S. government and military. He probably has done a little bit better, though, since joining the Avengers. And destroying buildings well that was an isolated incident a one-shot deal it was he was under the control of scarlet witch (laughs) what about the first avengers when he's hopping from building to building he was saving people (laughs) moral gray areas love it (laughs) god damn it (laughs) that's why that's it's a it's a bigger success they introduced that gray area yeah um, He's definitely an outlaw now because of Civil War. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested, too, to see, like, if if they incorporate more, like, of him trying to be an Avenger. And 
him hopefully getting that spot. Um, I saw this really crazy uh, oh, fan theory. Fan theory. Thank you. <laughs> that it kind of relates into what you're you saying a sickness. about uh, Iron Man Tony Stark kind of playing that Uncle Ben esque role. Right. And they were talking about how they think Iron Man's going to die in it, and I'm like, that'd be such a waste. Why would? Why would you do that? Why would you kill Iron Man and Spider Man in a movie? When I you have Infinity War, literally. That okay. Dude, I, I had a dream last night, and I don't know if this is legit, you know, if I maybe read something and it kind of embedded itself, but I, I, I had a dream. I was going, I, we were all, it was with all you guys, it was Janelle, Steph, everybody, you know, it was a big fucking deal. We were all in the midnight show of uh, Infinity War, and we're watching it, and all I can remember out of the movie is just Tony being grabbed by the throat by Thanos, and then comes one of the most epic Marvel Cinematic Universe deaths ever, and I woke up in a cold sweat. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, please don't let that be true. And then I he thought... had a premonition. I thought, oh my god, I did. oh, what if I did? <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought to myself, wow, what better way for Tony Stark to go out but by the hands of Thanos? Really make like a, a comic book villain. Just, just <laughs> an epic... Just soul crushing, world changing deal. This would be deal. worse than Doomsday. Like, we're talking like you know, oh man. Just think about it, man. Like Cap and Tony haven't really bridged the gap of their thing. So then Tony dies without ever patching things up. Cap's all fucked up in the head. Spidey has his new Uncle Ben. He's now dead again because he couldn't save him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's your fan theory right there. All right. <laughs> well, on that note, Actually, uh, Mike only enjoys them when it's from people he doesn't talk to on a daily basis. No, it was it was good. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed your passion. Um, good. Gosh. July fourteenth, we have another sequel, War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. I'm excited. How many lines will Caesar have this time? He had a lot in the last one. He did. And has Woody Harrelson in it, too. Oh, I'm not saying anything bad about this movie at all. I'm just being... You, cute. yeah. <laughs> I'm, being, <laughs> I'm being facetious. Big word. <laughs> um, that's, uh, yeah. These are movies I didn't expect to enjoy. I didn't expect to get in, but here I am. Uh, yeah, I never got into the Planet of the Apes. Did you watch the new ones? No. No? You surprisingly not, no. They just I'm su- that really surprises me. I yeah well, <laughs> I'm I'm dumbfounded right now. He's everything is silent. We're just do you feel like you're being judged right now? <laughs> you're just silently sitting silently. here judging you. Especially that first one, man. That first one is so awesome. Yeah, Such a I heard so many good things about it, but might be one of those things now where you've heard too many good things about it. There's no way it can live up to the expectations that has been set to you by your peers. Do you guys remember the Planet of the Apes by Tim Burton? Unfortunately. Oh, with Marky Mark. Yeah. yeah. Feel it. Feel it. Wow. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> that was a bad movie. I saw that, I saw that yeah, in the theater. I saw that, too, opening night. And, uh, that fucking weird-ass ending. It was... A terrible movie. Another movie that had ended on a cliffhanger, probably anticipating a sequel, but it never happened. Yeah. So maybe don't end your movies 
on cliffhangers unless you're like a Marvel or uh, <laughs> a Titan. Fast and Furious because they seem to make those fucking movies like clockwork. Those those or, movies rack in a lot of fucking money. If I'm sorry, I don't have Fate of the Furious on here. <laughs> hey, yeah, you don't. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you don't have any rock movies on here. This is a rock hate podcast, isn't it? I love rock music. <laughs> I'm not talking about the music. You know, I'm talking about the person. Um, so, yeah, that's... I, I can't really... I do not much else to say about that movie. It, especially, like, these last few movies. That's another movie I think we... We, we, we talked in depth about recently, so it's kind of hard to, to push conversation out more unless it's Spider-Man. Yeah. You can check that episode out if you want to hear us yeah. go on rants about... It's the trailer one yeah. a couple weeks ago. Um, and this is another one... <laughs> That we, we talked recently about. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> Mikey looks so mind blown right now. Like There was a trailer episode? <laughs> 2049. Uh, yeah, or 2049, depending on uh, what region of the world you're from, I think. <laughs> you just gave me shit for doing something like that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hypocrite. <laughs> it's my show. <laughs> Well, yeah, this one has the lady killer in it. Ryan Gosling. Harrison Ford. <laughs> Depending on what generation you are. <laughs> or if you're like one of our generation that just loves old men, then you might think Harrison, that, that's Mike right Harrison there. Ford. He's like, the closer to diapers they are, the hotter they are. <laughs> <laughs> that could be bad in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> I can't um, believe you just said that. This movie... No, um, it's, yeah. it's no worse than what you said about Frozen. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> what did I say about Frozen? You said it was sexy. <laughs> oh, it was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but in the... In the, in the Oh, and this episode... This ep- Are you going to throw I'm, up? I'm joking right now. Um, this episode description, find out what Mikey thinks about hashtag frozen. Uh, I'm sure the traffic will just flow right in doing that. <laughs> this, is a, this is another movie that I'm not... I mean, I, I will no we'll, we'll review it, but I have to see the first one first, and yeah. I have to see the correct version of the first one, yeah. as opposed to the four versions that are out there. Is there like a Blu-ray that has like all four versions that I can just? I can look on my Blu-ray. My Blu-ray is like I think one of the newer um, mm-hmm. released ones. So I don't know if they have like the director's cut. If if cut, uh, you know, what is shit. this going to be a sequel to though? To like Blade the, Runner, the director's cut, or which one of the? I'm, well, I'm uh, sure it's going to be like the the. Um, I'm sure it'll be like the theatrical cut. Okay. Is it that much? Are those movies that much different? Where like you could get a different sequel from each one? I can tell you right now that I have not watched all of them. Okay. I've only watched the uh, if, extended cut. If you've seen all the versions of Blade Runner, or you know the correct version to watch, please comment on our Facebook page and <laughs> yeah. let us know so I can do this. And and see this movie, and we can do a review on it. That's it's all I want. It has such for a Christmas. It's it has such a cult. Other. It has a such a cult following that I feel like doing that might give you all three answers. 
God, I hope so. <laughs> Make me more conflicted. Uh, <laughs> it's like giving a—it's like giving a girl three choices to go out to eat, and then go pick one. Um, you can see their head. She's oh shit! Getting bigger, about to explode. Same day. Same day. Same day. October sixth, Blade Runner. Ah. Oh, that same crap. day, we have the sequel to The Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Ooh. Fuck me. That was a good movie. <laughs> did you hear that? I did. It was the Kingsman uh, was awesome. That yeah. was we redboxed that. And like, yeah. uh, she, she, Stephanie wanted to get it. And I, was just, I was kind of on board with it. I was like, eh, yeah, all right. And we put it in, we watched it. And uh, by like the end of it, I was like, that movie was fucking awesome. The church scene. Oh my, oh my <laughs> God. Oh, it was hilarious. That was actually one movie. Uh, and I do this more often than not nowadays uh, where Mike, we meet up, and Mike goes, have any of you guys seen Kingsman? And all of us are like, no, no, we haven't seen it. You guys have to see it. And like when he, when he, when he expresses it in that, in that sense, I go, you know what? Mike was very passionate about this. And when I see it at like Best Buy or wherever the hell I am and um, see it, you know, it's like $9.99, I literally will, this doesn't, this doesn't happen very often, people. But I will pick it up, not having any expectation other than Mike said it was, it was a phenomenal movie, and buy it. I don't buy movies like on the gun anymore like that. Like, no, I've no, had no, to no, have no, already no. Seen it. I only buy movies like that if they've come, like you said, like strongly recommended by someone. Right. Um, and it has to be somebody that I trust. <laughs> Can't <laughs> because be there are some people that are like, hey, see. I can't fucking think of it. But, like, you're, you think about, like, you're like, well, they do like this movie. We both share, like, this movie that we like. But they also like this movie and this movie. Uh, uh. You sit there and analyze your friendships over this yeah. kind of crap. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm very interested to see where the overall story with this goes. Um, Me too. Samuel L. Jackson was fucking awesome in the he, first one. He was dude, so funny. <laughs> he had that list through the whole yeah. entire movie. It was so good. It was strange. But uh, it, Colin Firth is back in this. Yeah, I'm interested to yeah. see how they bring him back. Yeah, they do make note. Weird. I did see something like they made note that you never actually seen like his dead body. It was just kind uh, of just kind of insinu. They insinuated his death yeah. more than anything, but it was a pretty good insinuation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hope yeah. the pug's back. I think we kind of just ruined it for anyone Dude, who hasn't when, seen. When they when they made you think that they killed the dogs, mm. Mm. <laughs> I was they lost me at that part, and they gained me back really fast. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh thank God! I don't know what I would have done there. I like, just shot the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was, but no, that was a that, that pleasant surprise was... of a movie. And like, you you gotta love movies like that that you go into with. Little to no expectations, not because you think it's going to be bad, just because you're like, I don't know what to expect. Yeah, you know, that's kind of how I felt when I saw the first Planet of the Apes movie. I just went in there, just kind of like, oh, you know, this looks kind of good, and then you end up enjoying it way more than you ever thought possible. Those are some of the best uh, best moments in seeing a movie. <laughs> yeah, I think paying for that ticket. Um, the end of the year, end of the year, because we're in November now, kind of comes with a with a triple header, a trifecta yeah. of awesome, if you will. Mm-hmm. Leading first with November 3rd, uh, Thor Ragnarok. I am excited about this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, Any, yeah. Anybody that reads comics and you hear that, that title. This is a big title. It's like, it, it's almost to the caliber of Civil War. It, yeah, it, it, exactly. It's kind of cool because it seems like 
they're kind of making up for Thor and Hulk not being in Civil War. <laughs> yeah. And giving their own kind of grandiose epic. Yeah. And I mean, I'm really curious how to see how it's that... Also I've, I've read a few it. things, which is not like me. I have a feeling it's going to lead uh, more into Infinity War. Of it is. They're, yeah. they're saying it's a key part. This oh, is going to okay. be a key thing. <laughs> there we go. Um, I also read some things. This is a, uh, a synopsis, if you will. What's that? This is the Declaration of War? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, I read a synopsis basically saying, talking about how in the movie, uh, Thor once again finds himself unworthy. Yeah. And he does not have his trusty Mjolnir. Uh, hence be why he has a very uh, depowered look, if you've seen mm-hmm. photos. Uh, or, and he's or basically Doctor Strange. Yeah. He's fighting his way through all the realms, trying to stop Ragnarok. And Hela, and he also in turn finds himself on a planet in a gladiatorial battle with former ally and Avengers friend, the Hulk. Yeah, he. And that's what I was reading. Like he 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 uses uh, what's the bridge called again? The, uh, the Bifrost. The Bifrost, uh, and goes through and like visits Hulk on this uh, far off planet. Delio, which is kind of, kind of going to dabble into World War Hulk. And then so... There was a, wasn't there an artwork release, too? Uh, there's Hulk? been some promotional like art that's kind of floated around a little bit. It, actually, awesome. there was one that was floating around that had Thor in a, in a helmet. In his winged helmet. Really? Oh, yep. yeah. Dude, I want to see more of that. Uh, I'm actually... Side note. Um, my Blu-ray for Thor is messed up at, right at the part where he's about to get inducted in King, uh, in King mm-hmm. and he, the only time you see him wearing the winged helmet mm-hmm. and it messes up and it skips right over it and you, I never see him in the That's that, they didn't skip what? out. Marvel is just deleting that from you. <laughs> <laughs> They're deleting it from the Matrix. So, um, but I like that helmet. It looks so awesome. We're also, I mean, there's also things, you know, we're going to get Loki in this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's going to be back and we're also getting Doctor Strange. Uh, some conflicting reports about how big of a role he is or, or, or will not play. Um, some people think it'll only be a cameo. Mm. Uh, some people think it might be a little bit more. be kind of weird if you had, like, Thor, Doctor Strange, and the Hulk. Mm-hmm. You know? I think it's just going to be more of a cameo, because I don't think he was on set for that long. For, uh, um... You talk about, uh... Benedict? Benedict? Oh, Eggs, thought, Benedict, thought... Cucumber. Cucumber. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Ruffalo. No, no. No, Ruffalo, I, they're going to... Yeah, I think he's just full-blown in the movie. Oh, he's, it's going to be legit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this, I hope this one's good, because I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Some may disagree. Thor, to me, has the weakest franchise right now of all the Marvel movies. Uh, the second movie is one of the weakest ones for me. I, I wouldn't say I dislike it, but it is, it is my least favorite MCU film, I think. It's easily Thor? forgettable. The, not Which the first one, the second one. Oh, Dark World. I yeah. just watched it last night. It's, it's, yeah. I enjoy the Thor films. I don't know, I'm weird, I guess. The first one's good. I enjoy the first one in the same vein that I enjoy, like, you know, my Iron only, Man 2. Yeah, my only, my only peeve with uh, Thor 2 is that the villain for uh, Thor in that movie, uh, I can never pronounce his name. So I'm Malekith? Gonna, yeah. I can never try, I can, I can never, I'm not going to even try it. But uh, he, he's such a big deal uh, in the Thor lore that the movie kind of didn't do him justice. Like, it was kind of a bummer right. um, to see him 
taken out the way he was taken out. It was it was just such a what seemed like a small caliber in in, this, in the grand sense of it all. And that was that was really the only bummer. But that and the, the fucking love story. I cannot stand the love story in that those films. Well, you don't have to worry about it in this one. I know, and I'm super excited about it. Uh, I, I've always been a, a Thor, um, <clears throat> Thor, and uh, the Warrior Princess. Why? Why can't I remember shit today? My brain is a piece of shit today. <laughs> um, the shit. What the fuck is her Zena. name? Not Zena. <laughs> <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I've always been uh, that team. Um, Not Jane. We get into fights at home because <laughs> I, I go, fuck Jane. So, uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> Domestic abuse. The, uh, we get a, there's a few week break there. And uh, I, I'm looking at it now. I, I think I see what Warner Brothers is doing. They're they're capping on that uh, Thanksgiving uh, movie going crowd. Yeah. Uh, November seventeenth, the Justice League will arrive in theaters. Um, Heard you talk to fish. <laughs> this is also uh, I know we've said it with Wonder Woman, but this is also you know this doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This the one thing this movie does have going for it is it started filming and everything after everything happened with with Batman v Superman and all that. Um, so it has that going for it. Yeah, I've got you know some high hopes for this. Uh, there was a big shakeup at the studios, the talent that's uh, on board. I believe. Uh, Jeff Johns is also on as a writer for this one as well. Let me look it up. Oh my gosh, I can't type. Oh no. He's, uh, it's Zack Snyder and Chris Terrio. Let's see what he's done. Yeah, I don't even know the name. Argo, Ooh. Batman v Superman, Justice League, a movie called Heights. Uh, so not a very long... Um, Credit. Uh, there's also five more writing credits, so let's check that out. Jesus. Oh. Okay, well, some of the other people that are on there are just, like, people that have created the characters for DC, but... Okay. Um, That's probably a good thing. Yeah. The, only, the, the trailer has depicted somewhat more of a lighter tone. Yeah. Uh, to me, the jokes in this movie landed a little bit more than the one did in the Wonder Woman. And uh, there's also been word that there's kind of been going to be like a friendly-esque rivalry between Batman and, uh, spoiler alert, he's coming back, between Batman and Superman. Heard there's going to be a Batman v Superman part two fight. As far as uh, who gets to be the leader of the Justice League. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. That aspect's going to be in there? Yeah. I like that aspect. That's always they just like went like full-blown like out of left field and they're just like, well, Wonder Woman can be the leader. I thought about that the other day, and I was like, I'd actually be kind of on board for that. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey would not. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd be fine with that. You sounded very uh, unsure. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's cold. Justice League, yeah, that'll be a, a, a right away. That's like 
midnight showing. Well, they don't even fucking do midnight showings anymore. At least not at the uh, local theater by my house. <laughs> they, uh, like, I, I forget what it was we were going to see. It, it might have been Doctor Strange. It was Doctor Strange or Rogue One. Like, I was looking, and, like, the last showings were at, like, 10 o'clock. I think you might be right. Uh, like, years past, like, this past year and the year before that, the year's closing out with Star Wars... Uh, episode 8, December 15th. It's now a Christmas uh, family tradition. It is. They've, <laughs> they've shifted from their May release, and they're moving to December permanently, it seems. And it's, I mean, it's worked well for them so far. I mean, why fucking... Right. Why... And, I mean, if you're any other movie, you look at that, you're like, I... No. <laughs> I, uh... I am wondering what we could do besides a review... Because I think we've done everything Star Wars we oriented. Did. Yeah, we did. We kind of fucked ourselves. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll just we'll just sit here and like talk in Jar Jar Binks accents all day, all through the whole episode. Uh, you know, and this movie is okay. Of course, there's a little. You know, there's some stuff going on with this right now with the recent passing of Carrie Fisher. What? Uh, DC or not DC? Ugh. Disney. Um, Disney. Thank you. Disney and Lucasfilm have actually they've been held, holding like emergency meetings to try to figure out what to do with the Princess Leia character for the ninth movie, um, how to handle it. Yeah, you know, going forward. Yeah, there there was talk. There said that there's two key scenes that she has in Episode Eight coming up. Uh, there. I don't know if this was like fan speculation or this is actual something they're considering. There's talk of maybe deleting the scenes, but I'm like, why would you do that? Like she's in the scenes. Yeah, like there's two key scenes she's she has. Oh, they're key scenes. Yeah. Okay. But I'm like, why why even consider that? Like, uh-huh. I mean, at that point, and I'm not saying you know it won't be hard for some you know family and stuff like that. But at that point, it'll be a year since she passed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been a lot. It's been a lot worse, worse scenarios than that. Like, you look at the Dark Knight. Yeah, he died literally like what three, four months before the movie came out. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and like their marketing was the Joker. Joker. Yeah, he's everywhere. Like he was the key marketing for that movie, and they didn't. You know, as you know, actors, a lot of them are artists, and you know, uh, if they pass in such a way, like the best thing to do is you know honor them and keep what they've done going. Yeah. With that being said, you know, there's talk of, okay, what would you do? What would we do? Episode nine. Do you, people are like, do they, you know, have a character die off camera or, you know, do they do a CGI thing like they did with Grand Moff Tarkin and Princess Leia and Rogue One? Um, I have a feeling that's the route they'll go. You think so? Oh, maybe. I heard that her part, I read that her part was bigger in this next one which is a, a yeah. relative problem as to what the size actually is of her character's uh, involvement in the storyline Well, and, other than playing the mother of a bratty little kid. Well that was the thing when she... And the brother of Luke. Legendary <laughs> when, uh, when I found out she had died like I you know I was really bummed and then I started thinking about you know the new movies and I was like, oh, man, I was like, you know, they'll, they'll be fine, though, you know, they can... And then, I, then it hit me, I was like, oh, shit, wait, 
Like, she's Kylo Ren's mom. That's not just, like, a little plot point you just ignore. She's a Skywalker, yeah. That's not something that you just, you know, well, let's just put that over there. <laughs> Slide it under the rug. You know, that's kind of a big deal. It is, yeah. Um, but I'm sure they'll, whatever way, they'll, they'll figure out a way to, to handle it in a, in a good, you know, pleasing manner. Uh-huh. I'm sure it'll be, you know, fine. Tasteful. Yeah. Unlike this show. Now, <laughs> with you saying that, now, do you think that there's going to be a lightsaber battle between Luke and Kylo Ren? Maybe. That'll end in Luke bending him over his knee and spanking him for being a bad um, child? No. Hopefully somebody gets their hand cut off. Uh, yeah, there was lack of hand cutting off. Yeah, nobody lost any limbs. Um I'm very interested to see, like... I'd like to see Chewbacca pull off Kylo Ren's arms. <laughs> Just, oh. like, rip him up. Yeah. I do want to see, he like... motive. Yeah. I'm excited to see just, like, where Luke as a character is at. You know, he left... Tatooine. Which was... <laughs> what? He left Tatooine. It's not Dude, a lie. He wasn't a... Well, yeah, he left Tatooine, but... He left the, you know, new Jedi school that he started after Kylo Ren went, you know... Rogue. Rogue. Not one, though. And with his Knights of Ren. Um, which, and it was, well, you know, I was really excited about, you know, seeing Luke in Force Awakens. And as the movie was going on, I'm like, where's Luke? <laughs> and it keeps going and going. I'm like, where? Okay. And then he gets the one scene at the end. And I was like, that's fucking it? Which was really awkward. It was um, very long. It was funny. I actually, I actually watched. Uh, it was like a Q and A with Mark Hamill, and he was talking about how, you know, they, you know, we signed on and, and uh, they, you know, let him know, you know, you might want to, you know, start getting in shape. And so he hit the gym. He started getting in shape. He got real good shape. Lost a lot of weight. You know, he read the script and he <laughs> saw what he was doing. He was like, "That's it." <laughs> He was like, oh, my God, let me lay down. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if I'll be able and, and, you know, he just thought it, he had to be there for, like, all the, like, the, the table readings and stuff. Yeah. Which was just, like, you know, he said he understood why, but it was just, like, you know, just him sitting there just, like, <laughs> playing, <laughs> playing games on his phone. Uh, so I'm so excited to see, you know, more of, of Luke, to see what these new characters, where their story goes with... You know, Kylo Ren and Ray. Um, Ray is such a likable character. Probably one of my favorite new characters introduced from like that movie and Rogue One. I hope there's a mm-hmm. bitter uh, back and forth bromance between R2 D2 and uh, BB 8. <laughs> I don't know how that would go. I know how it'd go. A lot of beeping, maybe hitting each other, shocking each other. I'd like to see BB-8 and R2 team up against C-3PO. <laughs> Take him down, finally. <laughs> yeah. He'd knock you down a peg, sir. <laughs> um, and then that'll, that's it. That's, that's it. where we'll be spending a majority of our hours this year. <clears throat> Most of these movies are two hours long. Good God. Never mind, I'm not going to think about I it. To say. I think you numbered them, so... Looking at like maybe forty some hours. When does Ghost in the Shell come out, Mike? Oh, good God, I forgot about that one. March, March thirty first. Oh wow, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks. 
<laughs> Sorry, I forgot about that one. <laughs> Ghost in the Shell, the adaptation of the anime. Do you? Anime. I was supposed to say, have you seen the original? Yeah. Mikey? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Ghost in the Shell. Oh. I'm really in the whole philosophy of it. All. How do you feel about Scarlett Johansson taking on the lead role? I didn't mind. Uh, it wasn't, you know, it bothered me. Um, they could have done worse. Uh, so yeah, they got a good actress. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen like little bits of it, of the trailer. I've, I've never seen like the original uh, anime. So I, I literally know next to nothing about it. Yeah, it's a strange story, but do you I, think I it'll adapt well to to film? Yeah, yeah, I think it'll it'll work out pretty well. Well, I mean, I think it could in theory. We think of this all the time. Like we thought Dragon Ball Z was going to be adapted really well, <laughs> but uh, um, <laughs> we know yeah, how that ended. Millions of ways that it could go wrong. It looks like they've uh, they've got it. Um, I hope they have it. <laughs> and um, if, if from what I've seen, it looks pretty true to the um, not just the the anime, but the uh, manga series. So they, they, I mean, they've been working on this for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, this movie's been in development hell for years. That's always a concern. Sometimes sure the movies is. are in development hell. Sometimes it's. At some point, it seems like sometimes they're just like, let's just get this fucking thing out. Yeah. They got a director, and then they left, and then someone else came in. And... So do you have uh, a good feeling about it, or no? Yeah, yeah, I have a good feeling. I recognize none of the cast. Yeah. Except for Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson is, like, the only one you'll know from other movies. Director She's... is Rupert Sanders. Let's see what he's done. Uh, he's Colonel's Snow cousin. White and the Huntsman. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Oh not, no! Not a not a not a huge uh, body of work for him. But you know what? Sometimes you know it's hard to judge directors because sometimes they just get a shit script. It's true. Um, yeah, maybe Sam every director every director's had good bad movies probably. Except for maybe, like, Scorsese. So I think that'll do it, though. Um, for the year that's to come, we're going to be very busy, I think. Maybe. Going to have to make a calendar out, plot everything out. I'm not making another Everyone's calendar Everyone's got a lot of homework. I'll, I, I like to write dates in my notebook. and. There's a lot of sequels coming out. They're going to have to see previous. Three MCU movies this year, the yeah. first year, where we're getting three of them. And then on top of that, we're getting two DC films and a plethora of other shit. Yeah, you can. That's only, that's only uh, theatrical releases. Yeah, that's not including stuff like the DC animated uh, features that are coming out. And oh man, I'm exhausted thinking about it. Yeah, I'm gonna go take a nap. Uh, so that'll do it for episode 71 of Kapowcast. Be sure to check us out on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network and follow us on Facebook, uh, Kapowcast2015. You can also find us on Twitter at Kapowcast, and we have an Instagram, which is Kapowcast, and you can find us on Google Play. All great ways. And SoundCloud, too. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. The OG. The OG way. Uh, but we prefer 
Once again, we prefer you check us out on Pod Bros. Support those guys. They're very hard workers and super cool and very passionate. Very passionate. Always grateful that they house this uh, abortion of a show <laughs> on their network. <laughs> Failed abortion. <laughs> Failed abortion. Uh, until next week, I am Mike. And I am Tony. I'm Mikey. And that was a pen I dropped. Okay. <laughs> we'll see you next time on Kapowcast. <laughs>